Hi, welcome to episode one of Haven's Midnight Thoughts. Today I just wanted to speak on the uh, current political climate in the United States. Very touchy subject, I know. It's uh, something that I uh, can't say could. I've technically already gotten canceled for it on different forms of social media, but uh, might as well talk about it uh, since uh, I have found a platform to do so. Uh, well, first of all, I'd like to clarify uh, my... Uh, yeah, proper term. Uh, I'm right wing. Just make it simple. Uh, first of all, the riots, uh, quite horrible events. I shall clarify what happened to George Floyd was completely uncalled for. Derek Chauvin was acting completely out of line, and uh, so were the other three officers there, all of whom are being charged, rightfully so. And uh, I've heard some people saying up the degree, but. Uh, Quite frankly, with some of the evidence that has come out, some other evidence has come out suggesting otherwise, but I do think where it is now with the evidence we have, uh, it should sit at a third-degree murder charge, uh, at least on Derek Chauvin's case, but uh, the others were, uh, I believe the others should be uh, some other form of charge, I'm not sure what the specifications of that charge should be, but uh, Derek Chauvin should be charged with third, and if evidence comes out suggesting otherwise, second-degree murder. Now, uh, the riots, uh, I have heard some people say that there was an undercover officer of whom basically started the riots, and uh, if so, he deserves to be uh, fired and punished, but uh, that, I don't believe, excuses the act of other people carrying out these riots. I think people are using George Floyd's death, which was a terrible event, and are taking advantage of it, uh, which is unbelievably horrendous. I don't see how one can sit aside and think this man was murdered at the hands of an unbelievably immoral officer for whatever reason, whether it be race, power, he maybe he was mentally ill, sadistic, I don't know, but I don't see how you can see this happen and then think to yourself, this is the time for me to go out and steal stuff because you're taking advantage of a horrible situation that should have never occurred in the first place. Uh, another thing, I've heard some people saying defund the police. There has not been any evidence to suggest that defunding the police is anything but a horrible idea. It, it is a horrendous idea that is completely and utterly moronic and idiotic. You, you look at, uh, I believe it was, uh, Chicago, I believe, uh, pardon me, no, De uh, Cleveland, Cleveland, uh, sorry. I believe it was Cleveland, they uh, reduced all of their police force to basically nothing, and it, the crime rate has just immense, it's become astronomically high. It's just, not, there's not been a single instance in which it's been proven that abolishing the police force, or even defunding it, will solve these issues of police brutality. I think that people just need, they need to... Uh, it always depends on the people in power. You can blame individuals, you can blame the system, you can blame systematic racism, whatever the hell you want to blame. But in the end, it's the people who run these cities. They are the ones who should be held accountable. It should be the police chiefs who are held accountable. And then it should be uh, the mayors and governors of these places. And then it should be the individuals. That's how I believe the order should go.
or if you want, prioritize the individual, then the mayor, whoever, chief, chief of police, then mayor, whatever you want, whatever order. But in the end, I think it comes down to who is overlooking the police force. That's who I believe. Because if these instances are happening often, then I believe it's their fault. If it ha- if it's a one, two, maybe two instances of uh, unwarranted police brutality occurring one year, I don't think that is an officer's fault. But if this is something that is happening bi-monthly, as in every other month, not the twice-a-month occurrence. If it is something that is happening even bi-monthly, then I think it should be the chief or the mayor who is held accountable. Because uh, that's something that they could step in and try and solve. But uh, it's I'm trying to abolish or even defund the police force is a moronic idea. I don't see how one can applaud that. Because it, it, think of this. These are usually democratic cities. Not trying to push the blame on anyone, but the places these are occurring, these are democratic cities for the most part. At least what I've seen. I've not really seen any Republican cities that are occurring, and maybe it has, and I'm just blind. But from what I've seen, it has been democratic cities. These are cities in which, on average, it is much harder to get a gun for self-defense. Now, what are your thoughts on guns? I don't care. That's besides the point. But abolish the police force, okay? Abolish the police force. You're going to have vigilantes stepping in. You're going to have makeshift uh, crime organizations stepping in who are trying to solve these issues. If the state itself can do nothing, the state is powerless. You are leaving people to their own means, and these people will take drastic measures. I've I've not seen it firsthand, but I've heard the stories of the lengths people will go to to defend themselves and their family, and people will go to unimaginable measures to defend themselves and their family. That is that is humans first reaction and so whenever you take away any first of all you should arm yourself if you're in a place where you are vulnerable and even not vulnerable you should arm yourself because men women minorities i don't give a shit transgenders pansexuals bisexuals arm yourselves because you cannot trust the police the police i believe have an average waiting time of three minutes all right you're waiting three minutes. That's three minutes where somebody could kill you, right? Three minutes where somebody could badly injure you. Three minutes where somebody could paralyze you, steal your money, anything, all right? You cannot sit aside and think, I can't take my defense into my own hands because your defense is something you must take into your own hands. You cannot sit aside and let other people take care of you. That is not how it should be. That is not how it's supposed to be. You take care of yourself. Now... I also see people trying to blame uh, Donald Trump for these issues, and as I said, I was right-wing, so if you went, click off. I couldn't care less, but as I said, I was right-wing. Why are you blaming Trump for these issues? Yes, I get it. With him in office, the political, the racial climate, frankly, it has increased. I cannot deny that. The racial climate in the United States has become quite hot, as you might put it. It's These tensions, I do think, have grown or at least these instances of uh, individual, sometimes racism, sometimes it's not. It's just a black-on-white thing, and then people paint it as racism, etc., etc. It doesn't matter. That's besides the point. I, these things are being heavily prioritized when they should not be prioritized. I get it. They are injustice, and justice should be served, but you cannot look... Derek Chauvin, all right? Derek Chauvin being punished. It took two days, all right? To ignore the whole... 
ignore the whole issue of an undercover officer started it. I don't care. That's besides the point. People are carrying on these riots. It took two days for people to start rioting. And this is a point I've stood by since this stuff happened. Two days. There are stories in which the legal system takes decades for somebody to have justice served against them. The legal system is a slow, complex process. These are not things that happen in mere days, and they were... These people are trying to solve these issues in days, and it's not that is not how these things work. These things take time. I believe there's a thing called, uh, referred to as frontier justice. Frontier justice is whenever somebody doesn't wait for law to kick in. They take justice into their own hands. An example is, uh, there was a movie, I pardon, I can't remember what it was called, but there was a movie, two men walk into a bar, find a woman, the woman there they know murdered somebody. They say, all right, Mrs. Now, we know you murdered somebody. We have the evidence, all of it. We have motive, etc., etc. All right? Now, you can come in with us and let the law solve this issue. All right? Let law solve it. It'll be civil. We'll solve it in a court of law. You'll be rightfully punished for your crime. But now, you stay here. Refuse to go with us. We can't force you to go with us. You, you, you stay here. And the folks of the person you murdered are going to take the justice into their own hands. They're going to try and solve this themselves because they want justice, they want revenge. And you let them take it into their own hands and it will be a bloody and brutal mess. You will be hung up and you will be strung up in the sun and left to die. These people will not treat you nice. That's frontier justice. We want civil justice. We do not want people to be trying to lash out what they believe is justice, because usually what you believe is justice is not true justice. Justice has to be taken through a court of law. Justice cannot be served out on an individual basis. Justice cannot be personal. Now, of course, there are instances in which justice is personal, but you have to look at it from this stance. Do you want somebody's emotions taking over in a court of law? No, of course not. Nobody is happy in a court of law whenever a man is accused of raping and murdering a 12-year-old girl. Nobody's happy there. No one. But you cannot let that determine what this guy is, how he is punished. He must be punished properly. Alright? And that is what civil justice is. Civil justice is whenever they sit down in a courtroom and they say, we know you did this. Alright? You did do this. There is no, there are no ifs and, ands and, ifs, ands, and, or buts. Pardon, I can't talk. You did this, you are going to be punished for this, and then you are rightfully punished for this. And you are punished, not always to the fullest extent of the law. Not everyone should be punished to the fullest extent of the law. Alright? You are punished for a punishment that fits the crime. You, It is immoral to punish somebody for worse than a crime they committed. If a man steals something, it is immoral to murder him. If a man murders somebody, I believe the death pun the death penalty is a rightful punishment for that because he murdered someone. But now, for example, there are other crimes that are just as heinous as murder that deserve the death penalty. Rape is one of them. Sexual assault. Uh, near beating somebody to death, you deserve death penalty for that. But it always depends on the justice system, where you are. These things, they take time. I might say that... Example, I say... 
you cause, you will give somebody almost severe brain damage, almost kill them, put them on the verge of death. This person is on their dying breaths. All right, I say, if that happens, you deserve you deserve the death penalty. You deserve a humane death, but you deserve the death penalty. But in Kansas, the de- the legal system's probably different. They're probably not going to say, "Hey, you deserve the death penalty." That that's just not how it works all the time. Anyway, I suppose that's it for uh, my first podcast. Sorry for getting into such intense things for such a first podcast. But uh, I suppose that's it for this one. Uh, Until next time, uh, have a good day, have a good night, whatever time it is where you are. It's night here, so that's why it's the midnight podcast. But uh, have a good night or day. See ya.